the Quibble Hour. Hello. Hello. This looks like we're in the Joe Rogan. We're recording a Joe Rogan podcast. Why do you say that? Okay, for everyone listening, for the oral, for people who do oral. <laughs> this is for people who do cunnilingus and hobnobbers. Um, ben Caution is wearing a hat that we famously got on our Brisbane tour. tour that says in bright yellow font. Yes, dear. Thank Exclamation you. point. Yeah, that's how you get through marriage. Yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. Happy wife. Happy knife. <laughs> and then me. Do you want to describe what I'm wearing, Ben? Fred Astaire fedora. <laughs> Roll it down your arm. Pop it on. It's giving Fred Astaire. It's giving Slay. It's giving tap dancing queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's giving bunny rabbit under the hat vibes. It suits you. Thank you. Welcome. You should also be wearing a white glove. Yes. MJ style. MJ style. (laughs) Mary Jane. (laughs) What I was going to say, love, welcome to the Quibble Quibble Hour. Hour. (laughs) Filmed. If you're watching this filmed, you'll know it's filmed. If you're listening to it through oral (laughs) while getting oral, then you'll know. You're having a good time. (laughs) That's how we recommend listening to the pod. Get in a BJ or a pussy suck. (laughs) You can tell how much oral Ben gives me and that he calls it pussy suck. (laughs) Yeah. You want a PS? PS. You want me to go num, 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 num? And your vagina? On your vagina? Put the pranus in the vagina? (laughs) And that is how we dirty talk. Yeah. <laughs> so we got hats on. We're ready to have a giggle. What's up, my man? What's up? <laughs> Haven't talked to you in weeks, it feels like. <laughs> how you been? <laughs> we haven't recorded in a wheel. Yeah. Um, What's the reason? Really nothing. No reason. No reason. <laughs> <We> Laziness. <laughs> Can't be bothered. CBF. <laughs> CBF, my man. <laughs> we Okay. We don't um, like our listeners, (laughs) (laughs) and we don't respect them, and that's why we don't do it regularly. (laughs) We, timing is important in comedy, and here's the timing. Ben and I have just come home from gigs. Gigs. Because we are gig pigs. Yep. And we had a little tiff. We had a lover's (laughs) tiff. Let me tell you the story. Also known as a quibble (laughs) on the quibble hour. It's the tiff hour. <laughs> so, I'm at a gig. I'm I'm mopping it up up there. I'm the bread. The audience is the tomato sauce. What? What? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> is this for the wogs? You're you the know bread. When you get a piece of bread and then you mop up oh. the sauce. We're talking mafia vibes. We're talking. So what does that mean? What's happening in this analogy? <laughs> Who? What are the rest of the acts doing? <laughs> Are they the meal? They're not in it. What are you doing? So it's just... It's like when you're crashing on stage, you could be like, I'm mopping it. I'm lapping it up. Right. I, I'm a piece of bread and I'm... I mean, I just made it up. <laughs> you, it Would it kill you to yes and me? No. I mean, yes. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. I'm just on stage. Blah, blah, blah. I do my little riddles. Come off stage. One of my favorite people in the entire world, his name's Tom Orr. Give him a follow. <laughs> Stat. Right now. 
And he says to me this. He says, you talk a lot about Ben. He's like, you talk heaps about Ben on stage and he never really talks about you on stage. Does it bother you? Now, I know that comes across as like, is Tom an asshole? No, Tom is one of the, the greatest guys, on the guys I've ever met. <laughs> and I know that he could see me. I felt seen and I felt heard. And I said, and you Tom's know, I was trying to rain in on my parade. <laughs> um, He's trying to get a piece of salami for himself. <laughs> Tom is like in the movie where like the best friend of the guy yeah. when the guy's being a shithead. Mm, Tom's lead- Hugh Grant and I'm some schmuck. Yes, yes. And he's like consoling me because mm. I'm like having doubts before my wedding day. <laughs> wing, wing, nudge, nudge. <laughs> and and then I fall and then me and Tom kiss. But we didn't kiss in this story. We metaphorically kissed in the sense that I shook him and I was laughing and I was like, yes. And then I was like, no, not really. Like, it does make sense. Ben talks about silly garbage. He talks about made-up little garbagey things, little stupid, what about this? What's the deal with it? You know, garbage, shit. Mm. And, like, he talks about external stuff. And my whole vibe is I talk about my life. I talk about internal stuff, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, oh, I see, like. Mm, Tom gets it. <laughs> and he was like. Ah, uh, and he was laughing. Like again, you have to get the tone of this. I can't Lots of evoke laughter. the tone because like Tom's Both not here. I'm with Ben. But if Tom <laughs> was here, <laughs> sounds so upset. <laughs> we would be laugh. We'd be back in the vibes. And so then he was like, ah, so that's what makes it work. And I said, sort of, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I came home, and then I was screaming at Ben. I was like, you don't love me. Why don't you speak about me on stage? We've been together three years. You're not reading a single fucking joke. And what's the thing that you said? (laughs) Who's that? You have to say it on the mic. I have a a new bit that the whole town is talking about (laughs) where I mention you at the end. So what do you want from me? (laughs) And here's what it is. This is his one mention, other than the one joke he wrote about being me being half Italian, half paper mache, one of the worst written jokes I've ever heard <laughs> in my fucking life. Um, he made her himself, whatever, incel vibe, <laughs> instead of happiest man in the world, blessed his life and his soul, <laughs> is that the the line that I get is that I'm an adoring girlfriend. Mm. What, what's the line I say in your joke? Well, you need the Suck me off. Of the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> yeah. Suck me off, love. <laughs> and you say... Yes, dear. All aboard. Much obliged. <laughs> um, <coughs> I, I say, well... Um, do you, are you going to do the whole bit? No, I, I guess so. No, no, I shouldn't. No. No. Anyway, it's not... Um, good for you in this bit. <laughs> it's not good for me in this bit. I'm adoring, and then she's adoring, and then I say something sh- of like, "Yeah, I, I'm I not feel, thinking of I you." I feel the same way, but then I'm. He's talking about hanging with his buddies. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like the worst bit ever. I just want to hang with my mates and drink a beer down at the bloody pub and have a schnitzel salad. What, you guys know what Ben's like. That's his whole vibe. Yeah, I'm always down at the <laughs> He's pub. Oh, we should talk about. A couple weeks ago, I went out on a Saturday night and I had a few too many beverages. 
And because I never drink, my tolerance must be so low. And I forgot about that. <laughs> and then I came home and I I vomited twice. And then the running joke... Uh, and we're joke, talking a lot. Yeah. The running joke since then is that I have a serious al- drinking problem. <laughs> Even though I drink once a month. Because <laughs> I... Yeah. Not even that much, maybe. Like, maybe not. You would have had like five drinks. Yeah. I had like a couple drinks. Yeah. <laughs> And then and you, I'm like, you're ruining this. And then friend. I got no sympathy. Conchetta sort of took care of me, but then was sort of, <laughs> sort of angry at me, <laughs> as well. Sort of took care of you. The goal on you missed a fucking caution. I looked after you hand and foot. This man came in. I was like, can I make you umeboshi? I was like, can I make you umeboshi? I was like, getting you a bucket. I ran to get you a bucket. I was rubbing your back. I was like, mm. it's going to be okay. I was consoling him as women do with their like vibes and their energy. And I'm like looking after this freaking loser. <laughs> and then like. Had a few too many margaritas. I'm in the toilet with you. I'm rubbing your back. Well, this is how he sounds vomiting. <laughs> Turn the volume down. He's like this. <laughs> and that is not. <laughs> An exaggeration. He's like, oh! It is really loud. I was like a demon (laughs) coming out of me. When I throw up, it's really loud. And I'm in the room as it's happening. I'm in the room where it happened, which is a (laughs) song from... Hamilton. Hamilton. And and I'm rubbing your back during. I'm like fretting over you. And like, here's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I know... Say this is true, but when I'm drunk, and I love to be looked after, obviously... I think I meet you with affection. I was being met with zero fucking affection. This man... I was in pain. So what? Me too. I was too. down and out. Down and out. Well, I was still giving, giving, giving. And I think it's... Saw cr- to me. Saw to me, yeah. And then I was like doing whatever I could. And then I just like tried to give you a space in the toilet. I didn't know what yeah. else I could do other than like rub your back. So I just sat in the bed and tried to be supportive and yeah. asked whatever you need. So sort of looked after. Amazing. <laughs> And here's why it's really funny, because Ben and I also have this joke. When we go to bed, Ben, like, you know, we snuggle. We love to snuggle. But Ben, shocking. I mean, it's not going to be that shocking. But Ben wants to be the little spoon. Like, consistently, forever, forever, forever. Every night. I've got to man up, and I've got to bear hug this man every night. And Mm. sometimes I want to be spoon. And every time we go to sleep, he, like, turns away in a very vicious way. (laughs) And, um... For the first time in three years, <laughs> the night that Ben has been vomiting, smells disgusting, <laughs> just like vo- mouth like hell, he decides to sleep facing me. He could, he could, he couldn't be closer to me. He was like central in the bed, and we talk about how I'm always in the middle, and I'm always like snuggling up to Ben. Ben was dead center, facing my face, breathing <laughs> death into my and so that was so funny he's like and i can't say anything because like he's the little baby victim yeah. on top of this ben is ben's nose is plugged <laughs> full of vomit <laughs> that he is snoring and it sounds like i'm, I'm not snoring though you're yet yeah, what are you doing well you can shut up recorded me yeah and she played back to me it sounds because hor- I couldn't breathe through my nose. I'm just breathing through my mouth, so it's not really snoring. But we should we should add play it, to it. It sounds like I'm in a coma because my I'm just like. It was horrible. It sounds disgusting. Yeah. Sounds like I'm on life support, <laughs> and she's gonna pull the plug. <laughs> yeah.
And then the next day, because this is so gross. But you know, when you vomit, it all comes through your nose and stuff. So my, I was all blocked up. Next day, great job. I have to coach tennis at 10 a.m. in the morning. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Coaching a bunch of kids, trying to pretend I'm not hungover. <laughs> and anyway, and so then I do all my lessons and I my nose is still blocked. I go to blow my nose. A small piece of eggplant comes out of my nose. Because <laughs> I must have eaten eggplant the day before. It was disgusting. Like you could just see it. Yeah. It was gross. Yeah. And now you guys will have to know about that as well. Yeah. So we got onto this because you said I sort of looked after you and didn't give you sympathy. Mm. Which I think to to the listeners. Bad guy. But you're a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I did the most. You got what you deserved. I looked after you. And you smelled disgusting. Thank you. So, and anyways. And what about this other thing that you did recently? What I do? <laughs> what awesome thing did I do? Well, I don't know if we've talked about this, how sometimes you will wake up in the middle of the <gasps> night and just speak like gibberish. <laughs> like it's proper words, but together none of the words make sense. And she's done it. This is probably the third time you've done it. And, and it can was I just recent. Say, isn't it so exciting when you learn something about yourself that you didn't know before mm. had no idea that i did this mm. so she just like bolts upright in the <gasps> middle of the night isn't that amazing and then i think i bolt upright nice guy <laughs> he's an empath empath <laughs> <laughs> and then she'll just i think i vaguely remember what she said this time it was something along the lines of just like you have to you have to put these two things to get put these two things to get pull that up over and and, and i'm just like what and then again, she'll repeat, you have to put those two things together over there, pull them together, pull that up. <laughs> and then usually in the past, I've said what again, <laughs> and then she gets upset. She goes, oh, never mind, <laughs> and goes back to sleep. But this time I changed for the first time. The second time I said, okay, and then that also worked. And then I went like this. Straight back to sleep. <laughs> she was fine with it. That's so because as usual, like in life, as in my dreams, I'm just trying to be understood. <laughs> yeah. Okay, dear. Yes, <laughs> yes dear. I should have put the hat on. <laughs> Amazing. And guess what I said to Ben? So, again, why I recorded Ben is one of our million jokes mm. is that we, like, each night we would, like, <laughs> if someone was snoring that night, I'd be like, I'm like, you snore. And he's like, you no, snore. Yeah. And we're both like. We always like, deny We deny snoring. and we accuse. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, next time someone does it, let's record it. Like, let's have the receipts. And so I thought, what an amazing opportunity to record Ben and then show him how horrible he sounded drunk. And so then I said, Ben, you should have filmed me. His phone is always beside him. It's always on. But he was like, nah, I'm lazy. It's just so hard. I just, I'm scared I won't be able to fall asleep again. And I couldn't. Even without it. So it was a waste. It was a waste. But can you imagine that footage of just like me, like just talking nonsense? It would just, I think everyone should be doing it. Mm. If anything crazy happens in the night, catch it paranormal activity style. I think there's an app for that. Yeah. Where it just captures oh, random yes. things you say in the middle of the night. Yeah. For the BNT. B and Teenies who listen, the B and T crossover app. We had a girlie send in the app, and it, it would happen at three thirty every we night. We should do it. She, it. Like she speaks, and she was saying the same stuff about being like, "Don't touch me, don't touch me." Oh. It was spooky. That is spooky. So that's what's been happening with us. That's what's been happening with us. What's been happening with you guys? <laughs> right in. 
Do we have any quibbles? Um, yeah, but I have more things to say. I have tons of things to say. Oh, this is so good. Oh, but you know what I said before when I was like, what did you say about when I accused you of like not having any bits about me? What's the sweet thing that you said? I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> what was that? It's not funny to be in love. Okay, you don't have to say exactly what I said. You can put in your own words. Isn't that what I said? <laughs> sort of. It's true. <gasps> Nothing funny about that. Awesome. That's why this podcast stinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least funny podcast ever. <laughs> okay, I want to tell you something. So, this you've n- I've never said this to you. Stop looking at my notes. So, when I was on showcase shows, which is where you do rural shows with the Sydney Comedy Festival. What's the word? Rural, regional. Yeah. Um, and I was with I was with a gang. I was with a bunch of comics. That's awesome. And um, one of them, Connor Burns, who's from Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, he's awesome. He said in that accent, he was like, "Eh, hey, Conchetto, are you gonna write a pilot? Is this good? Mm, it's a very um. uh, on and off. <laughs> parts of it were good. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Had a scone. Please forgive him. He's had a scone. Please forgive me. I've had a scone for dessert. I had a scone and cream. Can you imagine if me, a woman, did that? I'd be strung up by my tits. Yeah, you'd be sent out of town. (laughs) Strung up by your tits. In the the town square. You'd be in those stocks, but your tits... It'd be your head and then your tits next to your head somehow, instead of your hands. <laughs> okay, so he said... Someone draw that up. <laughs> Can we get a mock-up? Can that? we get a mock-up of that quickly? Head and then tits. <laughs> we've got... We've got the... um. Designers f- from DreamWorks on Retainer. So if we could just get those guys <laughs> to mo- do a little mock-up. Okay. <clears throat> He's like, eh, Conchetta. That's wrong. I'm not going to do Keep it. trying. <laughs> okay. Please. <laughs> can, you do t- can you do it so I can copy? What is he saying? Um, You and Caution should write a, a TV show called 15 love like it's a rom-com 15 love mm. but it's about like a pedophile because it's like oh. love with a 15 <laughs> does he know i'm a tennis coach yeah that's the point ah eh, conchetta oh bad. <laughs> yeah i can't okay do we're it gonna on. leave that no you have to keep drawing it's funny really okay hey mm. okay who's scottish is sean connery scottish <laughs> Conchetta. 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 You and Ben should write a TV pilot called 15 Love. love for pedophiles. It's about Ben and you and you're in love, but Ben's secretly a pedophile. Pedophile. Tennis coach with 15-year-olds. You know what's cool that Scottish people do? What? I don't know if all (gasps) Scottish people do it. He says I? I Mm. love when he says I. Who? Connor. He's like I. It's like another way of saying yes, it's amazing. Well, this tennis coach who I coach with, he's Scottish. And whenever you say, how's it going? He always goes, nay bad, nay bad. 
Isn't that great? It is so great. Instead of not bad, you're like, near bad, near bad. Yeah, it's he, awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. He told me other things they say that's like so cool. Um, okay, this is another one. So then they were thinking of all these shows for us, and they were like, "You guys should do a travel show in like a van with like GoPros, and it's called Conchetta and Go Bananas." And then another name they had was Proceed with Caution. For you, that was like, they were like, you should do this for a live show. Mm. Proceed with Caution, his last name. But then I said, Caution. Wait, no. Caution. Slippery when wet. Caution. Sex tape. Slippery when wet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would it be Caution, Slippery when wet? That's not my name at all. Does it make sense? Caution. 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 <laughs> slippery when wet. Yeah. And that's what our sex tape is called. Anyways, it crushed in the van. It's bombing here, but it crushed in the van. And as we like to say in our life, I have no regrets. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> What's there the other one we say? Constance and Stan Snowball. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <gasps> what? There was another one that's sort of like no regrets. Oh. I can't remember. Um, I have a game for us to play. Okay. It's really fun. So it's it's an improv game. I played it with Tom Cardi just the other day. So what it is, it's called the. He's t- famous. He's famous. So am I. So what? <laughs> yeah. What? No, no, I was just thinking about this today. That first time I met Tom Cardi, he came up to me in the gym and he was like, "I saw you do stand up the other week. You were so good." And now look at him. He's famous. But before that, he's a fan of yours truly. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just interesting to see how life works. <laughs> now if we saw you, it wouldn't look twice. No. <laughs> Spit on me. Okay. So the game is this. You have to say what's on a t-shirt and then I have to come up with the tagline. Okay. Okay. Scary. So say... Just scary. Say, I know, but you do it every I second. Scared. So just say when something that rules. could be... Just say anything like that's a on picture. a t-shirt. Yeah. Just make up something that would be on a t-shirt. Like a banana driving or a... Oh, that's or, good. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I thought of that one. <laughs> um, a tomato driving. <laughs> okay, a tomato driving. And we got to be quick. And now I'm going to say the tagline for it and then I'll give you a picture and you just say the Fucking hell, improv scary. <laughs> All these rules and got to be quick. Can't I just relax? I'm at home. I've just had a scone. <laughs> Now you're telling me there's rules and i got to be quick. Come on, get over it's it. It's scary. It's not. Everything you say is perfect. I'm going <laughs> to... Let me do some writing. I'll get back to you tomorrow. <laughs> I want to prepare. <laughs> Forget it. We're not playing. No, okay. I'll let yes. me try. Yes. Okay. So, tomato driving. Yeah. I would say... Um. Where's the quickness? <laughs> I would say, s- s- slow down and source up. Okay, now that's pretty good. Thank you. Now here's yours. It is a cowboy riding a um a dolphin. Um, free Willie's my name, <laughs> and riding a dolphin's the game. There I go. <laughs> Um, give me one more. Lasso. <laughs> no. 
A lasso? No. Something with a lasso. Something with a lasso. Um, I'm trying to think of more. A cowboy on a dolphin. Um, <laughs> you painful. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Now the other inverse of the game mm. is that you now say just a catchphrase or a line, and then I say what's the picture that goes with the picture. Oh my god. <laughs> having a heart attack <laughs> okay so i come up with a random <laughs> just a completely random <laughs> catchphrase what <laughs> this is so stressful <laughs> you're taking it so serious because i don't want to be bad <laughs> that people are going to be mocking me Okay, just any line. Any, any line. Any line. Like, yes, dear. It could be anything. Oh. Um, Forget about s- it. Whatever. Oh. Um, bottoms up. Um, the queen. Okay, okay. So it's a queen with a... She's like mooning you and there's a cigarette out of the asshole. That's good. Thank you. <coughs> okay. How'd dude. you do that? <laughs> Shit. She's smashing me. Okay, this is yours. Um. Uh. Well. Nine eleven. What? Was an inside job. Okay. No, no, you do one. Okay, okay. Yours is. Um. Go green. Go green. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's um. Seth Green <laughs> And he's about to walk in through a door And someone's in front of him And he says And they're waving him through So they're like Go Green Love it Literal It's awesome Shit <laughs> What else am I supposed to do? Just, I was joking Stupid was game really perfect And the game Stupid. is Done Done I'm not doing it no. Ever <laughs> again <laughs> Okay oh. What have you got for us? I want to tell that story that I just told you before the pod. Go for it. Maybe even inspired us to do a pod because of how great of a story it was. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Tom Cardi. I'm That's not being true. like, you're awesome. There was this, um, at the gig I did tonight, there was this awesome, cool black guy there. Which <laughs> already I'm like, you know, it feels like, can I even say that these days? <sighs> hey, I don't know. But it feels like I can. He was all those things. Mm-hmm. He was awesome. He was cool. He was handsome as hell. He was black. Got it. Anyway. <laughs> and um, so he was like, I was hanging out outside the gig and I was looking at my notes. And he was like, are you on? And I was like, yeah, I'm on. He's like, oh my God, you're going to be awesome. And he was like high-fiving me. And I was like, oh, this is the best. And, uh, and then Skinner came past who runs the gig. And he was saying, he's like, do you want to just come into the show? He's like, what? I can come into the show? He's like, I'll pay. He's like, nah, don't worry about it. So anyway, he came into the show. Straight away, he sits down at a booth with like these two women and immediately he's just like talking to them. They're giggling their ass <laughs> off. They're loving him. <laughs> and he's just like crushing. And uh, anyway, then I do my set. It went well. I come off stage. He loves me. He's in love with me. He's like, oh my God, are you an actor? I'm like, no, I'm not an actor. He's like, do you have an age? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, oh my God, that was so good. He's like, I'm an actor. And I was watching you 
um, be funny. I was like writing notes. I was like, this is how you be funny. And not to compliment myself so much, but I just think it would be so funny if this guy was in like a TV show or a movie now and he sounds exactly like how I sound when I'm on stage. <laughs> like a cool black guy where he's like, hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I thought that would be funny. It was golden. It was a golden story. Thank you. And my best friends. He said he was going to follow me, but I forgot. He might still find you. That's true. That's true. It's not over. It's not over. What else did you have? Mm. Let's see. What do you think of these? Um, there's a thing you can do now. I've read in the news. No talking haircuts. Yeah, I've seen this. Do you like it? Mm. On the record, no. Off the record, yes. Really? Yeah. You want to know my story? Mm. Okay. So, I... Um, I have a I have an affliction, people pleasing. Heard of from it. Seen it. Trauma. Not gonna get into it, but it's an affliction. In that I do it all the time. And what was happening to me is I I was going to get haircuts, and I was like unhappy with what would happen, and then I would just like move to the next one. But the same thing kept happening, and <clears throat> this doesn't solve it. The no talking, but essentially what I found myself doing was like what became more important to me was like being like really friendly with the hairdresser, making them like me, like crushing, like talking, like getting into their life and then walking out with something that I was, wasn't unha- was unhappy with mm. and totally like missing the fact that it's like a service and that like, not that you can't have both, but I just like kicked into, you know, both suppressing what I s- wanted and also being in overdrive to like impress, not that they ever asked for it, it's just my own thing. So the last time I went and tried a new hairdresser, I was self-aware about it and I sat there and I like obviously like talked to them when they spoke to me, but I wasn't like da, 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 like bringing out the stories and bringing mm. out the thing and like feeling the silence. I was like, I don't have to do that. Yeah. I actually for one second like don't have to please every single person I ever come into contact with. I'm not on the mic. like. And, you know, and then I thought, and literally my brain will be like, oh my God, they think I'm so rude. They hate me. And I was like, no, not true. Who cares? I'm not rude. And also there's a million people who, who talk less than me, who talk more. They Mm. see a million customers a day. It's customer service. I'm not being an asshole. Boom. Boom. So what I'm saying is I don't think I would ever be brave enough to opt in to say, don't fucking talk to me. If anything, like that's so scary to me. To rock up knowing that I've crazy. like... It feels crazy. But am I an advocate for like not feeling the need to talk? Mm. I mean, you. I walk around with a man who literally is incapable of talking to literally anyone other than me, Tom <laughs> Cardi. And, um, and I have to like lift both of us, you know? And I think about... That time we got a massage. Yeah, tell them. We got a massage from the same lady. We had to go one after the other. Which is not what I booked for. I thought we would be together. Together. And um, and then you came out and you were like, did she talk to you the whole time? Like we were talking the whole the time. The whole time. The second I started. For an hour straight. Yeah. And I was like, no, we didn't speak at all. <laughs> we said nothing to each other. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> because I was like. 
like But that's work for you. Like you're supposed to be relaxing, yeah. getting a massage and you're like bing 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 boom boom bing bang It's like just it's supposed to be relaxing. Totally. Take a second. Take a second. That's what and I also, was doing. And I also thought like, oh, it must be her. Mm. I was not self-aware about my part in it. Again, I feel this like obligation to please people. It's just, you know, implicit for the people who get it, who get it and the people who don't, you don't. But I was like, so that's why I asked you. The only reason I would ask you is that I'm like, oh, this lady loves to talk. Mm. She's to the talk of the town. She's talking, talking, talking. And you were like, no. And I was like, it takes two to tango. <laughs> That's what we talked about, <laughs> mainly. But can I... You're touching me! <laughs> That's his love language, touch. Touching a hat. Um. So, you know what I realized, Ben, caution, that my little sister, Francesca, when we were growing up, so obviously I've got elder sister vibes, which is like, you know, golden child, feel like you have to like be responsible for everyone and like, again, people pleasing and like, whatever and my little sister was not like that and was more like daydreaming and like being in her own world and and then again like why what kicked into gear like the responsibility is like whatever happened to her, I was so I had to like be like come on like blah 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 and the thing that endlessly frustrated me about my sister is like when we would meet any new people like and you know being Italian so much of it was like going to family visit thee and like all being dressed up and being nice and being like, meet this auntie you've never heard of and be look good and be polite and be perfect and like, you know, like the Von Trapp family. And I, I'm, you know, I'm like switching into gear being like, hello, la, 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 la. And my sister, it didn't matter who it was, where we were, her like shyness, like, like just came up. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you know how when you feel pressured, you don't want to do something, but you feel pressure from like the stage and the lights. And so you just like do it anyway. Not even that affected my sister. Like she would, and I would be there being like, you're bringing shame to our family. I'm like, oh my God, you know, I'm freaking out. I'm like, why aren't you being like me? Like do perform like this. You're making things awkward. Like, you know, when like you, a parent meets a little kid and then they like run away. But anyways, and I, I just couldn't wrap my head around. I'm like, how can you do that? Like, how can you like, make things uncomfortable and just like not and that's you that's me and i'm just realizing that that's just some some people like and now obviously i'm more self-aware and i'm older to know that we're different people and thank god she's not like me and mm. that and it's just like really interesting and i just realized like but that same thing can come up with you and and remember okay when we did funny as sin and for everyone who saw it and you know what it was but if you didn't ben and i were on stage up the top and we were just like talk to each other and like talk to the crowd and like sort of riff and we had sort of beats but we just like figure it out there would be nights where it felt like pushing shit up a hill mm. trying to riff with ben mm. and i remember being frustrated because i'm like perform we gotta perform like ben what's i'm like freaking you know my anxiety my anxious brain is like what's going on and then i'm like anxious brain is like ben's mad at me like ben's not like what's going on and then i remember coming off stage and being like what the hell and then what would you say to me i just went blank Yes, it, you just went blank. Yeah, and then everything like dissipated in me. I was like, "Oh, it was not malicious. It was not like I was doing anything wrong. It was not like it was just you got blank." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Mm. Like it still was a bit hard, but once I knew, I could understand that I would just had to like kick in for the both of us. Mm. Yeah, I often just sometimes just can't think of a single thing to say. Oh, like when we just did those games. Yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. But it's kind of so cute. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we just have different skills, mm. and that's okay. Where did this come from? Oh, being frustrated about you like not before, because mm. also the other night we were at dinner with your family. Yeah. And again, I'm like picking up the conversation the whole time, and Ben barely says brings up anything to talk about, and I was like, oh my god, I'm just doing all the work, like. Because I guess my greatest fear is just all four of us eating dinner in silence. I think mm. that's crazy. No TV. We're not watching TV. Just I, I'm always like, need to fill the silence. And then I was like, what would happen if I wasn't there? And you you said? Not much. Not much. Silence. <laughs> it would be so- Pretty much. So are you impervious to it? What? Just silent, awkward silences. and Do I you not feel it? I've just gotten used to it. I think I used to not like it. And then now it's just... You know, I'm almost 30, so I'm just used to it. And you don't feel like it's of your making and it's of your fault. You don't have, like, that anxious thought. You're just like, oh. Like, if you're at a dinner, Mm. you, your sister, and Shashini, Mm. and no one's talking, are you like, I wish there was talking? Are you like, should I be saying something? Are you like, they should be saying something? Or you're just like, not, are you just thinking about other things? Um, I think other things. I think the phone is also, like... Before having a phone to look at all the time, it was harder. You know, because now you can just look at your phone. Isn't that so rude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, instead of having to try to think of something to say, you can just be like, all right, I'm going to look at my phone now. And then they look at their phone. And yeah. Yeah, and then you phone it up. Yeah, phone time. Wow, wow, wow. I told you to say, but it's gone. Oh. Is it in that hat? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, quibble? I have a quibble. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I had one today and I forgot it. I got to write them down. You got to write it down. Okay. Is this from a listener? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's great. Are you ready? Watermelon chips and gravy. Watermelon chips and gravy to you too. Watermelon chips and gravy to you too. Sometimes when you're walking down the street or through a supermarket, you need to dodge around an oncoming person. So true. If you both dodge in the same direction, you end up doing a small impromptu face-to-face dance before finally going on your way. I hate that. I always give my dance partner a smile and a nod or a funny expression, depending on how awkward the dance was, to acknowledge how funny and strange it is to go through this with a stranger. Same, can Mm. I say. But some people... Don't smile or nod or make eye contact. Instead, they may even get a little angry. I think that's a little unsociable and entirely quibble-worthy. So true. So true. There's no place to be getting angry at that. You are preaching to the choir, my man. Can I talk about a phenomenon that is similar to that Mm -hmm. that I don't think anyone in the world has ever talked about? Okay. Well, maybe they have. (laughs) But... Um, similar to that is like when you, uh, say there's like the edge of a building. Mm-hmm. So you're coming around <gasps> the edge of a building. And then as you <laughs> turn, someone else is also on the other edge of the building. You don't see him till the last second. Yeah. Isn't that a weird thing that yeah. happens? And then you just like, you both turn at the same time. like, Oh my God, there's a person right in front of me I immediately. Know. And there is no antidote. No. Unless you walk with like a mirror in front of you. Yes. Yeah. Like if we had little mirrors, mm. like a car. But it'd have to be for up in it's, front and around the corner. 
like a telescope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, because guess what? Happened to me literally a day or so ago. Shit. And all you could do is be like, Jesus. Yeah, you go, Jesus, fucking shit, cunt. <laughs> and then I push him over. <laughs> you stab him, kill him. <laughs> shit. Um, can I tell you something? So I saw Luke Heggie today. Love Luke. And Luke Heggie, we love Luke Heggie. And he said that he was talking to you about road rage. Mm. And he told me the story. So Luke Heggie, if you don't know, he's like one of the coolest guy comedians in the world. He's so fucking awesome. He's like a dad and he's like a really cool guy. But he drives, I mean, he doesn't drive around. He rides around most places in a fixie bike or something. And which is crazy for a man that alpha. It makes him even more alpha that a guy that alpha yeah. gets around on like a really green fit way of a bike like mm. it's great he also has a car when he drives with his family but for the most part dri- going to gigs and stuff he's on a bike and he was like yeah recently i uh, like uh what happened he went in front of like a, um, a mercedes or something and the, i think I noticed, yeah the yeah. white mercedes and he like put the window down to like say something and the wife was in the car or whatever and he just started screaming at them. Mm. But what he said was like so eloquent and cool. He was like, it wasn't eloquent. I told him that I would bash him in front of his own wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you have to hear the language that he used. It was like, mm. it was just more colorful and interesting than being like, fuck you, you fucking, yeah. fucking, fuck dog. Like, mm. and, he, and he said that this guy was like, I think they were so surprised that someone on the bike would be mm. so like, also he was saying he had like had a bad day and he just like hit a wall he's not like walking yeah. around like blowing up at everyone and that they were just like in shock and then he like drove in front of them rode in front of them and then went really slow yeah like he totally alphaed them and i think they weren't expecting because i think little bike people are just wimps nobody expects someone on a bike to be crazy but i think a lot of them are crazy <laughs> i once had one time i was like turning i was in the city and i was turning into this like parking garage or whatever mm-hmm. and so I'm turning right and there's like a bike lane there and then a guy comes from like pretty much where I couldn't see him at all and he like rides in front of my car and I was going slowly like I wasn't going to hit him and so I stopped before I sort of hit him and then he came and he was so pissed at me and he got off his bike and he came up to my car and I was sort of like in the car like sorry mate and he spat on my car (gasps) and then after that I was like I wanted to kill him. <laughs> it's like, you don't spit on my car, you lunatic. Yeah. You know what I think? I think they would be on such the defensive of like yeah. assholes that like have the thought that they want to kill them. Yeah. But they don't know that you are a little wimpy baby. No, not me, not me, not me. <laughs> You're a yes dear kind of guy. I'm a fighter. <laughs> I'm a fighter, not a lover. Um, That yeah, I reckon they didn't. There's no time for nuance. Mm. There's no time to know that you were actually apologetic and didn't mean intentionally. And they go to the height of fuck you. Yeah. Can I tell you something else? Can I tell you a phrase that is amazing? Okay. I, when I was on on one of the regional tours, we went to this um, a petrol station. It was like the one petrol station. And we're talking really quiet towns. Everything's closed. There's not that many options. And... So there was nothing to do. So we all went to the convenience store to like get snacks after the gig. And this convenience store was like huge. And it um, it had all uh, 
just like crazy. It had like fishing tackle and it had like, it was crazy. And I went to the magazine section and I found like a Barbie magazine and I found like another girl magazine called like I'm a girl mm. weekly. Um, and I just wanted to get in touch with my little girl. Mm. So I bought both. They're a million dollars. Yeah. And in the the Barbie magazine, it was like mermaid themed and it had all these amazing stickers and like quotes. And my favorite quote of all time that I just used for the rest of the tour was, have an amazing day. That's great. Isn't that amazing? And then they were telling me to say it at the end of my set. Have an amazing night, everybody. That's awesome. I tell you what guys can't say. I want to get in touch with my little boy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's toxic masculinity (laughs) at work. (laughs) Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Go through life with no regrets. No regrets. I want to promote something. Oh. If I (gasps) could be so bold. Yes, please. Okay, let me check my calendar. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going on the world's smallest tour. I am doing my show um, in Wollongong. If anyone listens in Wollongong. Me too. Can I say that? Oh, We're both yes, doing that's shows right. We're both the same doing night in Wollongong. I don't 9th know. 9th of July. 9th of July. So please, if you know anyone in Wollongong or you're in Wollongong, would love to have you. week later, if anyone listens from Newcastle, I'm doing a show in Newcastle on the 13th of July. And it is all in preparation for a huge album album taping. (laughs) I'm going to be recording an album. That's why I'm doing the Wollongong and Newcastle show to prepare. And the album is called She's the Man. It's called Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's called Yes Dear. (laughs) That's not a bad name. That's good. I'd call it Yes Dear. Um, yeah, so it's just going to be um, all my best jokes I've ever written. It's not a comedy Melbourne Comedy Festival show. It's got no theme. It's got no <laughs> yada yada bit of butter boom boom bing bing bing. <laughs> it's, it's all Ben for all sixty <laughs> minutes. It's Ben being Ben, and not a single joke about me. And so it's going to be performed by that black guy that I met. <laughs> I'm going to give him all my material and I'm going to let him do it. And he has to do it in this voice. Um, So that's 30th of July at the Kinsellis Bar and Grill. (laughs) 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 I haven't um, got a link anywhere, but I imagine I will have a link soon. So just prepare yourself. For a link to be sent. (laughs) Prepare yourself for the link. Put the date in your diary. And, and say link TBC. <laughs> link coming <laughs> soon. It's a very respectable $10 for the album tape <laughs> recording. And I'd love to get at least 40 people there. That's the dream. I won't be there. I'll be out with Tom Orr, um, <laughs> who's like a supportive friend. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, is that it? Yep. Peace. Peace. See ya. The Quibble Hour.